Hey JD Tribe and welcome back to another episode of the Self Care Spotlight where it's not just about bubble baths and massages but getting to the heart of what it really means to live your best life against the backdrop of everyday life. I interview inspiring and authentic women who are just as likely to meditate as they are to curse but they are committed to practicing self-care and living their truth and we are sharing that collective wisdom with you. This podcast is brought to you by The Journal Deck and our Self-Care Collective online membership. And did you know that we have the Radiance Retreats, our annual self-care women's retreat, coming up this late summer from August 31st to September 3rd in the woods of Ohio Pal, Pennsylvania. Along with yoga, meditation, and of course, journaling, we will study, explore, and discuss five different goddess archetypes from across the globe to connect with our inner feminine radiance and each other. You can find more information at thejournaltech.com forward slash retreat 2018. I am your host and founder, Alyssa Cousins, and today I am bringing you part two of a year of podcasting reflections As last week, I sat down again with my first ever guest, Vanessa. But today, I'm really excited for this. It's just me and the mic. I want to, I want to share, guys. This is just going to be a riff on the biggest lessons, like life lessons, serious life lessons that I have learned over a year I can't believe this is the 52nd episode over a year of podcasting because this has become one of my absolute favorite parts of my business. It's been a huge teacher to me and it's not something I ever planned on doing, ever. (laughs) I, I really didn't and... It just happens. So I'll talk more about that, but let's just dive right in, okay? So I have no expectations on how long this episode is going to be. This is just me and the mic. I'm literally on my bed just recording this. I just did some yoga and moved and grooved and flowed to some music and feeling good. And I just want to talk. I just want to talk to you guys. I should also note that towards the end of this episode, I am actually going to be reading some of your guys' reviews too, which I have never, bleh, never done before, so that should be really fun. And I'm going to be answering my own rapid fire questions that I always ask guests, and I have also never done that before for myself. I have never answered the questions that I always ask guests, so that'll be another first, and a lot of fun. So, okay, the life lessons of podcasting. (laughs) The biggest, well, maybe not the biggest, but one of the biggest lessons that I have come across is this idea that you don't have to have all the answers to begin. Seriously, I mean, like I said, I genuinely, genuinely did not plan on having a podcast. 
let alone a weekly podcast. Like that is a huge commitment. And, you know, I, I have to realistically, you know, for those of you, maybe some of you listening have podcasts. But for those of you that don't, to have a weekly podcast, if you're, it's something that you're thinking about doing um, or if you've always just wondered about it like I did, it is definitely a commitment. I mean, you are committing to having either an interview or talking personally for pretty much most likely at least 30 minutes to an hour, if not hour and 15, depending on a subject every single week. So 52 weeks feels like a major accomplishment, and I don't want to downplay that. So that's why we're here, (laughs) doing these celebration episodes, these anniversary episodes. But really, you don't have to have all the answers to begin. I started this, if I could back up here, the Journal Deck product company, that physical deck came first. And when I was brainstorming ideas of on how could I promote this product, this new business, we were trying to get crowdfunded, I thought, okay, wait, I love podcasts, um, let's do a podcast. <laughs> I have no mic, I've never done it before, I don't really know what I would talk about, um, how am I going to get, who am I going to get to interview Um, what are we going to talk about? But okay, I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to have it be a way to promote the business and the the deck and get us funded. And I had some people in mind. I immediately started making a list of like who I wanted to reach out to because I do have this amazing community network of women over the past couple years of being an entrepreneur and working for myself. So I had, I was lucky that I did have that base of people that I could be like, hey, I'm trying to do this podcast thing. Would you be like a a guest? And we'll talk about (laughs) self-care. And people said yes. And I'm forever grateful for those original people who jumped on board. And yeah, my intention was, um, okay, I got to do this for a couple weeks and just no expectations. Let's just see how it goes It's not going to be perfect, um, but just begin. And I didn't have all the answers. I didn't know what it was going to become, but I just started. I got the interviews. I bought a mic. I didn't buy the most expensive mic. I still have the same exact mic. It's called the Snowball. (laughs) It's the same mic I had from the beginning. It wasn't the most expensive mic, but it also wasn't like the cheapest mic. I found like a middle ground one. Did some research on it, bought it, learned about stuff that you have to do. And in the beginning, you know, that's another point. It's like be messy. Be a beginner. Be willing to be a beginner, okay? Another huge life lesson. You don't have to have all the answers to begin and be a beginner. Let yourself be messy. Let yourself not know what you're doing. Do the research Figure out, oh, I really shouldn't have the mic sitting on like a glass surface. It should be on a padded surface. And I shouldn't be right next to a window when I record because something with the sound and the glass. And, um, you know, there are people that literally will just like, they'll sit in a closet because they need padding around them. Because think, sound studios have big padded walls whenever they do music and things. So I learned all these things and I didn't know all the answers and it was messy and... 
you know, when I, when I started, it was scripted for the most part. Not the dialogue, but the questions. They were very much, I used to use the same exact um, question format for all of my guests in the beginning. And then I really learned that going with the flow is where the magic happened. And that going with the flow can only happen when you're really listening to what the other person has to say and not waiting to respond, which in my case might have been like waiting to ask another question, right? So that's something you can 100% just take that off of podcast land and into your life. That the magic happens when things aren't scripted, when you're just being with the flow when you're really listening to the other person, you're having that open conversation and dialogue going back and forth. You're not just waiting to talk over them because how often do we do that? We're just forming a response in our head. Being a podcaster really taught me all of these things. You know, just start. You're not going to know everything. You don't know what you don't know. Like you're going to figure things out as you go. Having a beginner's mind is so beautiful and wonderful and you have this opportunity to learn so much and when you put yourself in situations that you're uncomfortable with or that you don't fully know how to how to react what to do how you know all the things you're like forcing your brain to like put new wires together you know make new I don't know all of the technology or behind it in the brain but you're like linking new, like, what is it, synapses or I don't know. You're, you're making things happen and connect and firing different brave brain waves and things. And your brain is literally having to think differently, right? I don't claim to know the science behind it, but it is. You don't know these things. You're forcing the brain to kind of expand. And you're therefore expanding what's possible for you. You're expanding your creativity. You're, you're stretching yourself, right? Like on your yoga mat, you are stretching your brain out. You're stretching your creativity out. You're stretching what you believe is possible for you. That's beautiful. That's amazing. That's a beginner. That's a beginner's mindset. If we all can think back to when we were a beginner at something, that's a really cool place to be. It's like you can only go up from there. Maybe you find that you love it. Maybe you find that you don't. I could have figured out that I really didn't like podcasting and been like, this feels like a natural closure. I'm just going to end it. I'm not going to take it past the promotional period of the, the journal deck launch. But that wasn't the case. That was not the case. Which brings me to my other life lesson here is not only, you know, going with the flow and what feels good. But to celebrate and honor your strengths and listen when other people affirm them. You know, like how often do we brush off a compliment, for example? A lot. Like I even still get uncomfortable. I'm getting better at it um, when people compliment me on something. You know, uh, it, it cracked me up in the beginning when people assumed I had been podcasting for a really long time. 
Like, oh, like, you're not new at this. <laughs> you sound like you've been doing it a long time. How long have you been doing it? That was hilarious to me because, like, oh, my gosh. No. I. It was so new to me. So new. I had no idea what I was doing at all. I had never, like, I didn't go to journalism school. I didn't know the proper etiquette or way to interview someone. I just knew that I was good at talking to people. I knew that I was good at holding space for people, giving people an opportunity to open up and be themselves. I knew I was good at those things. I knew that I was good at um, being, like, confident to speak my mind and say what's on my mind. I knew that being in front of the mic didn't scare me. It might scare some people to record themselves or like, oh my God, what am I going to say? But this isn't live. I mean, you have to remember, I, you know, you can, I could pause this right now, stop it and erase all of this, you know? But even still, some people would be like, oh, this is not a strength of mine. I really wouldn't thrive in that world of podcasting. I realized that I did. I realized that I loved talking to people. It's something that I knew I was, I had a strong suit there good at holding space for people. I realized that I was good at kind of just like going with the flow, coming up with questions, seeing what felt right. And I learned to become a better listener for sure. That's something that I wasn't amazing at. Something I've gotten better at. The the art of listening. Not just responding or thinking of a response. That the, the listening is where you can really get the deeper conversations going. Because when I'm listening, I then can really jam with the other person and go deeper rather than just formatting another question in my mind or getting ready for a response. It really just opens up the flow of conversation so much more when you truly listen to each other. So I realized I had these strengths. I realized you know, that people also were affirming for me that I was that I was good at it, that they thought I'd done it for a long time. They didn't think I was a beginner. And, I mean, I hadn't even ever recorded myself, I don't think, aside from for my clients. I had recorded some, um, like when I used to do coaching clients, I had recorded things for... Um, like lessons and things for for coaching clients but I certainly never went and projected it out to you know however many hundreds thousands of people to listen to right I I, no (laughs) so celebrate and honor your strengths and listen when people affirm them to you don't just brush them off really like what do people ask yourself that right now what do people constantly compliment you for you know like are you a great listener are you a great painter do you have a beautiful yoga practice um do you have a wonderful way of holding space for people are you an excellent public speaker what is it you know listen to what other people are telling you they're not bsing you if someone gives you a genuine compliment Work to receive it, hear them, listen to what they're saying, and 
And take note of that. I had to do that. I had to realize, oh, I thought I was going to stop this podcast and it was only going to go a couple weeks just for promo period and then be done. But that wasn't the case. I realized how much I enjoyed doing it. I realized this was a strong suit of mine. And I also realized that other people were reflecting that feeling that I was feeling inside. People were reflecting it back to me without me asking. That to me was confirmation that this feeling, this inkling I'm getting in my stomach that's telling me, you should, you should do this. You know, my heart was really speaking to me. My gut, my heart, they were, they were speaking and saying, do this. Do this thing called a podcast. Continue with this. You know, the name for the self-care spotlight just came like a flash. When I got the idea to do a podcast, it was like, boom, it's going to be called self-care spotlight. I'm going to interview women and it's just going to be with this broad theme of self-care and what is self-care and how do they practice it in real life and it's not just bubble baths and all of that and these women I you know that live their truth and how did they do that? How do they do that on the daily? And then I thought I'm going to do rapid fire questions and that term just came to me. And all of it I got the idea in a flash. So that felt like another, you know, hint, hint from the universe. This is a good thing. You're getting really big downloads here. Go with this, right? Go with the flow. Let yourself not have every single answer, but go with the answers that you do have. Ooh, that's good. That's good. (laughs) That's a quotable. Yeah. Uh, Go with the answers that you do have, right? You don't need to have all of them, but go with the answers that you do have. And all signs we're pointing to self-care spotlight right this way do the damn thing and then you know once I got that feeling again like hey you should really continue this honor that honor your strengths honor what your what your gut and your heart is telling you honor what other people are trying to tell you if it's a genuine compliment why do we brush those off why Listen to them. Learn something from yourself when someone else compliments you. You have an opportunity to learn a strength. You have an opportunity to learn something about yourself when someone else reflects something in you. You know? And, you know, the same could be said for if someone reflects something for you, like a really good friend tells you some truth that you don't want to hear, the same thing. That might not be a compliment, but you have to listen to what other people are saying And you can learn a lot if you would actually just hear what their genuine words were trying to tell you. So that's another point there. Celebrate and honor your strengths and listen when people affirm them. And kind of take that and do something with it. Take inspired action from that. For me, it was saying I'm going to continue this podcast. So kind of ask yourself, what are my strengths? What are people constantly complimenting me about? And what kind of inspired action could I take from that and along those same lines another life lesson here go with what feels like ease and joy this is something I talked about in my podcast over in SEC land they get like a monthly podcast based on the monthly theme and in the month of April it's been like goals intentions and I said you know go with what feels like ease Enjoy. 
So what do I mean by ease? I don't mean easy. You can let it be easy, but it's not necessarily easy. <laughs> that sounds confusing. Go with what feels like ease doesn't mean that it will be easy. It might be an easy yes, right? You might be like, oh, yes, that is an easy yes. If someone asks you if you want to do X for the rest of your life and you're like, hell yes, that's what I want to do, that's an easy yes. If someone, you know, said to me, do you want to do podcasting for the rest of your life? Like for right now, can you see that? Even if it changes, is that a yes right now? That's an easy hell yes for me right now. Yes. I want to grow this damn podcast. I want you to tell somebody else about this podcast so that they tell someone else and they tell someone else and they tell someone else so that this just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and they can spread this mission more and more and more that I believe in. And I want thousands of people listening to this per episode on average, you know? Like, I, yes, absolutely. That's an easy hell yes for me. So what's an easy hell yes for you? And just because it's a hell yes, just because it's an easy yes, doesn't mean that that is going to be easy to do, right? It might not be. I think that it's, it's interesting because I'm all about not, um, I'm all about not hustling and grinding. If you want to call it hustle at all, I'd say hustle with heart. I don't believe in the hustle and grind. I, I, I talked about that with Vanessa. Like, I really don't. I hate that. But no. I don't think anything should feel really, really difficult. If something feels like you are constantly swimming upstream, I think that you're getting a sign that that's probably a no. That that's probably not working right now or maybe never will or maybe never did. I do believe that. I believe if something feels incredibly hard all the time and it doesn't feel like joy um, and it it's not aligning with a hell yes, I mean, that's a no for me. But with that being said, that doesn't mean that like things will never be challenging. That doesn't mean that your big, big dreams that you have, that your big hell yeses that you have That doesn't mean they're not going to be hard at times. That doesn't mean you might not hit a a bump, a challenge, an obstacle, something that is going to challenge you in some way. So at the end of the day, the decision, every day, if you can say to yourself, this is still an easy yes, that's a good. Even if it's not necessarily always going to be easy every single day. Okay, but it should still feel like ease in your soul. There's a difference between being easy, like taking the easy way out, as they say, which that's not ease for your soul. That hurts. You know it. If you're right now sitting and thinking, I'm taking the easy way out of life right now, whatever situation it is. 
that's not an easy feeling to sit in. Ironically enough, it might be the easy way because it's not going to challenge and change you and expand you and destroy you and pick you back up again and create you. Yeah, it's like easy in that way. But it's not easy on the soul. I know from experience that actually feels like the opposite of ease. You know, when I was back in grad school, that felt like pure, ugh, that just felt like so hard. It felt like the opposite of joy. I felt like the opposite of ease. It was easy to stay in terms of not rocking the boat and saying, well, this is what I already put money into. I already have two degrees in this. It makes sense to get my master's. This is what my family expects. This is what my friends expect. In that way, it felt like an easy decision. But it was the easy way out. Again, it wasn't my soul's answer to easy. My soul's answer to easy and ease was very different and was going to be challenging, was going to ask me to change a lot of beliefs and mindsets and stories was going to ask me to oh my gosh like it was going to ask me to say yes again and again and again that's what this journey is guys like when you say yes to something when I said yes to the podcast when I was like all right I'm doing the damn thing I have to say yes every day to this. I have to feel that it's a yes every day. It doesn't mean that I'm going to... It's like a relationship, okay? It's like a marriage, even. You might not be happy with your partner every single day, all day. They might piss you off, might frustrate you, challenge you, but at the end of the day, if it's right, it's still a hell yes. It's still an easy yes. Does that make sense? It's something that you want to go with what feels like ease and joy. If it feels like you're swimming upstream, I think that that's an opportunity. You need to take a moment and reflect on why is this so hard? What is, you know, why? And that answer might be really hard to hear. But again, we're not necessarily going for easy. We're going for ease. And I want you to embrace that idea of how good would your life be if it felt like ease? It was one of my words for last year. Ease. Ooh, it feels, even when you say it, ease. It just has this, feels good. It's got this like slippery sound to it. Like you're softening into it. You're easing into it, right? What would your life feel like? What would your life look like? If the choices felt like ease, 
right? That they were easy yeses that felt like ease in your life, that brought you joy. This podcast has done that for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is not something that I get sometimes annoyed that like, oh shit, I waited last minute to record this or I don't feel like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to ask Brad to edit this and he's going to want to kill me because it's late and I need to still make an image for it and I haven't promoted it yet and oh crap, I haven't booked any guests. (laughs) Yes. But at the end of the day, it still feels like a hell yes. It still feels like an easy yes, you know? Okay, so the next point here is this idea of, I really have learned here, guys, that people want to live a good life, but they also want sustainable self-care practices. The key word, sustainable. And people want people. People want real. So addressing just like the first part here, that sustainable, that key word. That word's super important to me. And it's also why I included it in the description when I started promoting the self-care collective online membership is about sustainable. You know, that membership has just been an offshoot of this podcast, which, you know, by the way, guys, another example, I didn't know that any of that membership was going to happen. I didn't have all the answers. Again, it was lightning idea. It said self-care collective. It's an online membership. You're going to do these things, yoga, meditation, astrology, blah, 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 coaching, make it happen figure it out. It'll happen. And I went with it. I didn't have all the answers. I didn't know what it was going to be like. I didn't know if anyone would sign up, but I did it. It felt like ease. It felt like a hell yes. It was challenging, but I did it. I knew it was a part of my strengths. It kind of ticks off all these boxes. And I knew that sustainability was an important part of that membership because it's an important part of this podcast and my life. Like, I know that people, I can't tell people to just go have bubble baths all the time and make sure that you can afford to have a massage every single month and buy all these crystals and buy a million tarot decks and go on retreats and all of the things all of the time. You're going to be able to do some of those things some years and other years you won't and you kind of have to choose and realize like what is what you need at any given time. But it's about being sustainable. And if I'm not helping people have sustainable self-care, then what am I doing? Right? Like, if what you're doing is not sustainable, what are you doing? You know, like... When something is not sustainable. Like, it's very clear. It might be an awesome thought. For example, if you know right now that you that you can't afford to 
get a 90-minute massage every month. You know that right now that's not in the budget. You're like aiming for it, but it's not, not quite there. I also don't want you to just, in the name of living a good life and taking care of yourself and self-care and all of that, be like, you know, F it, I'm just going to spend the money. Uh, no. Like, there's also discernment and being practical as well. It's not all just the universe will provide for me all the time <laughs> and being willy-nilly with things. No. But maybe you can get a 90-minute massage every two months, every other month, every six months. Treat yourself and that'll feel really good and you'll work up to where you want to be. Maybe. Oh, that sounds a little bit more sustainable, right? So sustainable is key, guys. If something isn't sustainable, it's just it's just not going to work. It just won't. I mean, that's what the whole point of sustainable means, you know? And then the other part of this is people want people. People want real. You know, I realized this so much with the, the episode that I did with Steph Birch is, you know, and pretty much... I'll be honest, the episodes that have the most feedback, they are the ones where I don't stay on the surface, but where I go deeper or we go deeper when I'm talking to someone, where we talk about the hard stuff, where we talk about the taboo topics, where I get vulnerable. You know, people want people. People don't want perfect because people aren't perfect. So it's really about, you know, keep doing the work, keep practicing the self-care, but never forget that discernment is key and vulnerability and authenticity are where it's at. Like, that's really where it's at. I don't want to get on here and not be myself. And I don't think that you want that either. I don't think that you want to be interacting with people in your life that aren't being authentic. So the same goes for you. Just show up, do the work, be vulnerable, which aka is being brave, and be authentic, which is so, so brave. It sounds so cliche to say that's one of the biggest lessons of the podcast is about being authentic and keeping it real, but it is. As cliche as it is, it's a huge lesson I've learned. And this podcast, I just want to genuinely take a moment here to say thank you. Thank you so much for, for listening, for giving me this space to express myself to process things. You know, I've shared some deep shit on here about my life and having my heart broken and not knowing what the fuck I'm doing or really doubting myself. My, you know, my money mindset, like all different things I've talked about on here and I really thank you for that space. I thank you for those of you that, that listen, and especially the people that listen all the time and share. If you've ever shared the podcast or written a review, I want to share some reviews too. 
Um, because I've never done that, and I, I think I want, I want to do that. That, that sounds like fun. Um, thank you. I just, I know I keep saying that, but I hold a lot of space for other people. You know, I was just listening to Rachel Brayton talk about she just had her year episode as well, her 52nd episode, and I, I also hold space for a lot of other people as, you know, the creator, the leader of the Self-Care Collective online membership, doing this podcast, having the journal deck. I have people that reach out to me and tell me, you know, even also being a retreat leader, you know, we third year in a row I'm doing this retreat and people reach out to me and tell me some really real stuff and thank me and share things with me and I never met them and I hold space for them. So for you to hold space for me, to do what I love, to express myself and to listen to these amazing conversations that I have and learn with me I'm just forever grateful for that and I hope to continue to do this podcast for as long as you guys will have me for as long as you guys keep loving the content and and listening. <laughs> so massive thank you and if I could give all of you the a big hug I'm I'm air hugging you right now <laughs> because this is truly one of the greatest joys I have in my business and I do a lot this is a very dynamic business that I have and yet this is one of my most favorite favorite parts so with that being said I want to read a couple of reviews here just to kind of highlight some of you guys that have talked about the podcast over you know the past year and then I want to kind of do something fun and I want to do the rapid fire questions with myself. <laughs> so I'm going to answer the rapid fire questions that I ask guests. So, okay, here we go. Let's go ahead and um, read some reviews. Okay, so this one came from EMAD, E-M-A-D, 5963, and it says, Alyssa is the real deal. If you're looking for a great relaxed guide to lead you on a journey of self-care and acceptance, Alyssa is the woman for you. Another one from Andy Flow 2012. It was titled Soul Sister right here. This podcast is everything I needed and more. Not only are there amazing guests, but the range of topics covered under self-care are limitless. And Alyssa captures that in the self-care spotlight. I was so excited when this came out on iTunes. Alyssa truly feels like a soul sister. There's a real connection through this podcast and that's what we're all looking for, right? Connection, community, and learning. Thank you, Alyssa. That's amazing. Um, let's see here. This one was from JLC684. She wrote, um, it was titled, Self-Love Needs to be Talked About More. I love this podcast. It's the only one that I don't miss. I love that. I listen to them more than once and always take notes. I love the way Alyssa is completely vulnerable without shame. She says things that many of us want to say but don't. Love her. M Yoga Girl wrote, Major Girl Crush. <laughs> um, 
let's see. It wrote, she fed, she fell head over heels with her word, with my words on my story. She's truly inspiring and transparent, which is huge to me. Her podcast is a combination of universal magic, spiritualism, and business, and I love every bit. So that's just a couple. I'm not going to go on and continue to read all of them, although I could. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you've never rated the podcast and given it a five star rating, or if you've never written a review before, it it really it really it really does iTunes with ratings and things like that, and. So that's always much appreciated and just to take a few minutes of your time. And if you've never shared an episode or the podcast with someone, now's as good a time as any for me to say, I would love for you to share this with someone if there's someone you think this podcast would really resonate with them. With that all being said, let's go ahead and let's do some rapid fire, okay? So let's see here. All right, I, okay, where do I want to start? If you had to describe self-care in one word or feeling, it would be, hmm, I'm going to say alignment, alignment. I was going to say ease, but if you're in alignment, you feel ease. So self-care is alignment. Yeah, alignment. Okay, let's see. In terms of self-care, I could be better at not being so hard on myself. For sure. Yeah. I am my own biggest critic. I've talked about that before. Definitely really hard on myself. All right. Let's see. My favorite form of self-care movement or exercise is, I think we all know this one by now, yoga and dancing. Yeah, those are easy. Um, if I never had to do this again, it would be laundry. I've talked about that one too. Definitely laundry. Most deaf. Can't stand it. It's annoying. Though my whole life feels like it's laundry, like all the time. I mean, I right now I have a basket I could look at that needs put away, and I still have another load that needs done. Oh, it's never ending. Uh, let's see. Favorite podcast? I have so many. Um, okay. Um, I like a lot of them, but I'll say the Priestess Podcast, Good Life Project. I absolutely love his voice, Jonathan Fields. Oh my gosh, Good Life Project. Just, uh, Jonathan Fields just makes my heart feel warm, and I love that podcast. Um, the Priestess Podcast is the one for my woo. Um, Super Soul Conversations, duh, Oprah, given. And for business, I will say Amy Porterfield's Online Marketing Made Easy. Uh, let's see. The last book that I read. That would have been Close to Own by Andrea Markham for the podcast. And I actually just ordered a really short book, like booklet thing from Lewis Howells. Howells or Howells? I don't know. Um, I think it's Howells. And it's called The Millionaire Morning. And I just interviewed or not interviewed. I wish I interviewed him. <laughs> Maybe someday. Never say never. I just ordered that. It's like a free thing where you order the book slash booklet. You just pay shipping. The Millionaire Morning. Because I'm all about like trying to like what's really present for me right now is that idea of, like I said, alignment. And I'm really working on aligning my vibration to the life I desire. So that's why I ordered that book. 
Okay. Milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Dark. We know I'm team dark. I've, I've said that so many times. Um, beer or wine? Stout or a porter? Don't like IPAs, and I only like sweet wine. Uh, let's see here. Favorite author? I have talked about this a million times. Daniel Laporte, Rebecca Campbell, Liz Gilbert. Um, cook or go out? I am really digging cooking these days only because we just got um, the subscription service plated. Here, I'm going to like put a manifestation out. I would totally be down if I could get plated to sponsor my podcast. <laughs> I would dig that because I love plated. Oh my gosh, I this is not a paid ad. <laughs> I'm manifesting that. But I love plated. Oh my gosh, it's a subscription service. There's so many out there, of course, all of them. But we dig plated. It's made me fall in love with cooking not just not hate cooking because one of my words for this year was spaciousness and it was too much mental clutter to think about what am I going to cook, looking up recipes and then having to go buy the food and also wasting money and buying like a whole thing of sage when you only need like a sprig of it or something. So having plated the subscription service, choosing and having fun with picking what meals I want and also being able to have vegetarian ones as well, I because I, we don't eat a lot of meat, um, it's made me fall in love with cooking. And so for that, I'm going to say I do like go- going out every now and then, but I really dig cooking, really dig it. I look forward to it because I don't get to do it every single night, and Plated has helped me love it and feel spacious around cooking again. Um, let's see. Go-to meditation. For chanting, it would be Ad Gure Nime. That's A-A-D-G-U-R-A-Y-N-A-M-E-H. Ad Gure Name. That would be for chanting. That's a kundalini meditation for heart projection and protection. And I love doing that in groups too. It just feels amazing and sounds beautiful too. And I also really love visualization type meditations. Any kind of visualizations. I love, love, love visualizations. I like to do them at any time of day. Um, before bed, in the middle of the day. I love guided visualization meditations. Um, Let's see. And uh, favorite crystal, amethyst. I feel really drawn to amethyst. I'm not a crazy, crazy crystal person. I say that with love, but I'm not. But I do love amethyst. I just have this um, affinity towards it. I don't know why, but I really love it. It's in our mala. I just, I have one on my desk. I, I love it. I have a giant necklace from it that my best one of my best friends made for me, and it I just like it. Amethyst. What's my sign? I am a Leo sun, a Taurus moon, and a Libra rising. Um, and my favorite time of day to journal. This will be my last one here. As soon as I wake up, I like to journal as soon as I wake up. Um, that's my favorite time, hands down. Without a doubt. As soon as I wake up, I like to journal when it's really quiet in the house. It's my favorite. Okay. So I've never done that. I've never asked myself the questions. That was really fun. And again, I thank you. I love all of you for listening. You guys rock my world. You help me to find ease and joy in my life and in my business and my career 
And for that, I just can't, I can't thank you enough. I can't say how grateful I am for all of you. And let's just keep doing the damn thing. Let's just keep growing this and expanding and getting to thousands of listeners every single episode. Let's manifest that, okay? Let's let's manifest that together. All right, guys. That is a wrap of our podcast anniversary one year wahoo episode. Thank you so much for tuning in all of these weeks and for another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight brought to you by the Journal Deck and our Self-Care Collective online membership. And if this podcast moved you in some way or has moved you over the past year, I kindly ask you to rate and review it on iTunes. Your love and attention means the world to me. Until next time, I am Melissa Cousins, signing off for the Journal Deck. Music by Lee Rosevere.